What time is it? It's Packard Folks at Time. Hat? Check. Shirt? Check. Pants? Optional. Mug? Double check. Check us out at cafepress.com slash packardpokeset where you can get all this great merchandise and more. Do you like Packard Pokeset and want to hear it on demand and on the go? Download the free app today at stitcher.com. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. This is Packard Pokeset and I'm poking at your news. Your news. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another fine edition of Packer Pokes at. This is season eight, episode 20. And tonight is our OK Let's Talk. This is our live edition where we're actually live. <laughs> the last. <laughs> The last yeah, few months, better. <laughs> yes, the last few months we've had to do everything pre-recorded. I just don't have the time to do a live show because of my work schedule right now. Sorry about that. Just a little let everybody know what's going on there. Why we're only doing these shows once a month? If you hadn't already guessed. Anyway, tonight is our okay. Let's talk. And tonight our topic is just want to sin Christian straw man arguments. Okay, let's talk. Christians have a tendency to try to, I'd just say, bully the conversation to a, a corner where they think they can try to corner us with these straw man arguments. And the fact is that they don't realize that their straw man arguments is just hilarious. That's one of the straw men right there in the title when Christians will say, you're just doing this because you just want to sin. That's a straw man. Because we don't believe in a God doesn't mean we're doing things because we just want to sin. That makes no sense because we don't believe in a sin. Sin is a non-existent thing. Right. Connie, what is the straw man that argument that you've come across when you're dealing with Christians? Oh, well, uh, you were never a real Christian. A, I guess, would be one. You can't have morals without God. And I think that that's because they believe absolute morals come from a creator. And so, uh, again, we, we come into that sin problem. That's something I've been actually I've puzzled today as I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, gee, what? I don't really do this anymore. You know, <laughs> it's been a while. And I don't encounter a lot of arguments in my daily uh, just running around. You know, the, the fact is a straw man is a subset of the red herring fallacy because it's an argument that attempts to divert your attention from the real issue. Right. And it was interesting because I actually saw a website and said, oh, well, a straw man is sort of like it used to be that, you know, if you were practicing like fencing or boxing or whatever, you might have a straw man or a dummy there. And it's much easier to practice your attacks against something that's just going to stand there. Mm -hmm. Instead of actually talking about the issue at hand, they will rephrase something or redirect your question, basically, if you have asked a question. Or they'll attack a straw man atheist because we all just want to sin. Or what happened to you? It must have been something. You're angry at God. Mm -hmm. Right? No. You know? (laughs) To be fair, there are some people that are atheists for the wrong reasons and some people do fall into that category, unfortunately, where they say, well, you're just mad at God. And for the most part, that's wrong. But there are some people and I've heard over the years that it's like, well, yeah, there's someone had a family member lost. So that's why they turned away from believing because they had a loved one, you know, died. So, well, well and again, that's usually from a disappointment. Right. And, and, you know, you can't say, well, yeah, that, you know, I, if you think that God is omnipotent and omnipresent and everything and prayer and all these other things didn't work and, you know, people will say, well, it must have been your sin. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you'd be upset. You know? yeah. But I think the reason people use a straw man, though, is because they want to attack that because otherwise they'd actually be facing that big old hoary third eye of God 
right in <laughs> right in front of them the, you know those devilish questions mm -hmm. that actually come up now I, I do want to read something this is from the rational wiki just so people have a better context of what a straw man actually is it says a straw man is a logical fallacy which occurs when the debater intentionally misrepresents their opponent's arguments as a weaker version and rebuts said version rather than their opponent's genuine argument intentionally straw manning is usually done with a certain goal in mind number one including real debate against an opponent's real argument because the misrepresenter risks losing in a fair debate. I've come across people like this a lot. I used to live in this place. I had to deal with a maintenance guy. He was just one of the many temporary ones that just floating through there at the time. And he was a kind of a staunch Christian. And we had a discussion and he keep changing the subject, keep changing the subject. When I would give him a valid point, he just changed it to something else because he couldn't counter what I said. So he would change it up and you keep changing it up. And that's something that Christians are very good at doing this as well. I mean, because they don't have any real arguments. We'll just throw this thing out. We'll just throw this thing out. That's a very dishonest way of debating because you know you're cornered, so you move to something else to try to get away from the topic of what they're basically cornered themselves into. Now, number two on this point, it says making the opponent's position appear ridiculous as a way of poisoning the well. That's another one. They just try to make someone say, okay, well, evolution doesn't exist because God exists or because they believe God exists or they claim that there's like no real fossils or anything like that. The Grand Canyon was cut by the floodwaters and it, you can just see that's God right there. Exactly. <laughs> Unintentional misrepresentations are also possible, but in this case, the misrepresenter would only be guilty of simple ignorance. <laughs> I think some of them are guilty of a lot more than just simple ignorance. While their argument could still be fallacious, they can at least excuse of malice. I come across a lot of people like this on one of our videos. We had discussed David Silverman, and this guy was going on this weird tangent uh, about about you know how awful atheists are because of this reason, and then the, this other reason, and this other reason, which had nothing to do with the original argument. So we just kept throwing things out there, and eventually I was like, "You're you're wasting my time." bye-bye. And I just blocked them off the page because I don't have time to deal with idiots nutcases. And yes, I do block people if they're just wasting my time. And this guy was just wasting my time. They were not valid arguments. They were just, oh, I'll just throw this out there and see if that sticks. I'll just throw this out there and see if that sticks. Yeah. But one of the other straw men that I've heard also is that atheism is just another religion. It's not a sticking point for me because it just shows the stupidity and it shows how weak their religion is. Because if you call somebody else out and say, hey, well, what you believe is also a religion, then you're also degrading yourself because you're saying that what you believe is worthless. So they kind of shoot themselves in the foot when they do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, if they want to have a word about semantics, about, you know, words and, and I won't play. I go, you know, whatever floats your boat. But if you think that it takes faith to be an atheist, actually, it doesn't take faith. It takes reason and thinking yeah. I, it to be an atheist and and uh, no faith at all. Like you said, you just you just demeaned your own beliefs, mm -hmm. really, by by lumping us together. If that's what you want to do, okay. But yeah, that's another good one there. Another one here. Atheists use faith. Also, he puts their faith in science or self. That's another straw man because what they're confusing there is, and I I think this is one of those ones where they're not being you know intentionally disingenuous. I think that they're just confused because what they're confusing faith for in this instance is confidence. I mean, in this example, it's like, well, you have faith that when you're driving your car and you go step on the brakes that your brakes are going to stop the car. No, that's not faith. That's confidence. I have 
pressed on the brakes many times and I expected the same results. Now, those brakes one day could just fail and I could end up going through a red light or hitting a, another car or something like that. I have confidence in the fact that they were manufactured properly and the way they were designed to work with the car so they will actually do the job that they were actually expected to do. Or you have faith that if you sit in a chair, it's going to stay standing. Again, that's not faith. That's confidence because I've sat in this particular chair a million times. Or you'll have faith that the sun's going to come up tomorrow. No, I don't. Because tomorrow, a black hole or another space anomaly could snuff the sun out right before us and we'd never know it but we have millions and millions of other examples of the sun well the sun doesn't rise actually but you know it just the way it appears i just want to clarify Wait, that the earth's not flat <laughs> oh let's not get into that debate right now <laughs> well and everything you've stated though is also based on physical laws the fact is that complex systems like our cars or you know chairs they wear down over time they break down things break down you know that things wind down it's just how it is and and so everything they want to say oh you just have faith i go well no, you know, uh, and even things like, well, the sun's always come up, it, it'll always come up. And I go, well, yeah, in my short lifespan here on Earth, if all I have to look at is the 60 to 120 years that I live and the sun's always come up, I could always assume that it's always come up before and it's always come up again. And, you know, that's just how it's always been. No, it hasn't always been like this. The Earth has actually reformed several times, you know, and we don't know that because of religion. We don't know that because of the Bible specifically. We know that because scientists have dug down in the earth and looked out in the skies and they looked out in the universe and done the math. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if we just took it on what the Bible said, then God poofed it. And it was like only 7,000 years ago, 6,000 years ago that it happened. And, you know, he's going to undo it one day. And <laughs> all right. No, yeah. <laughs> we don't see evidence of that. Right. It's not faith. It's based on evidence and it's based on knowledge. As our knowledge changes, what we think changes. Yeah. What they mean by faith, sometimes they will deny it. But what they mean by faith is what the Bible actually says is is that, you know, believe in this thing that's unseen or unproven. And you just, just believe just because you should just believe. God and, of the gaps. Yeah, the God of the gaps, basically. Mm -hmm. And they think that we have that same belief or faith or whatever, and that's this not true. So, and based on, you know, what we just said, and I want to concentrate a little bit here on the self. I mean, we can have confidence in ourselves. We can have a confidence in our abilities. I mean, my job, for example, I have confidence I'm going to be able to, to drive in the mornings or afternoons or whenever I have to drive because I have taken the training. I have years of experience and one day that's going to fail because I may fall asleep. I could have a heart attack and die while I'm driving, which happens occasionally. I mean, not to me. I haven't yet had that happen, <laughs> but I've heard stories where people have like go out for the driver's test and the guy was like, he was almost done and they thought he was going to, he was going to pass and they came off an off ramp and the guy didn't slow down. And the end of the end of an accident didn't realize that the guy had actually had a heart attack and die while he was actually driving the car while he you know, was taking his test. So <laughs> those drivers instructors are scary. <laughs> Scared them right to death. <laughs> <laughs> But I have confidence in my abilities currently. I mean, one day that may falter. I may have an accident someday. And this is something that worries, worried me. If I had a certain type of accident, I would say, you know what? I am not going to do this anymore. I will not step behind the wheel of another vehicle because I don't have confidence in my ability. 
or myself for that matter any longer so that's not a matter of faith that's just a matter of confidence in yourself and we had mentioned the the stuff about science and technology and whatnot now another one here which is really stupid i think it says atheism declares that there is no god uh no that's the number seven on the dawkins scale if you're not familiar with that you can just google dawkins scale there are some atheists that will confidently say that there is no god for the most part for most of us and myself i'm like at 6.9 i don't claim that there is no god unless i'm pushed into that corner where i'm dealing with some nut job i will say that once in a while but just to piss them off because they will claiming at the one level that there is a god and that they think that they can make that claim without any pushback and which i always hold their feet to the fire which they keep trying to change the position of what's going on so anyway but generally no we do not declare that there is no god for the most part we see no proof that there is right. an all-powerful being or beings and i've been asked before so if we had proof you know we kicked over all the philosophical and religious rocks in the universe you know knowledge 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 we can't find god oh look in the last can of tomato soup <laughs> one of my favorite warner brothers cartoons with the gophers you know the last can of soup is where the gopher was the friend was mm-hmm. you know and it says well i wasn't in the last can i was in the first can you just started at the wrong end well whatever but what would you do i i said well gee if there was concrete evidence of a powerful being like a god or gods then yeah i'd have to say oh yeah that's real whether i worship it or not is another question yeah that's another one so i'm looking at a list here too it says atheism oh yeah robs you of hope and offers emptiness i've heard that Uh, one or two yeah yeah what's your hope you know if you don't have heaven if you don't have the love of god then you have no hope and that's like wow you know i've actually been accused of that it's like why are you trying to take away people's hope it's like that's not a thing i'm not taking anybody's hope i just i just don't believe in a god that does mm-hmm. not take away anybody's hope i mean anybody can have hope people who don't believe have hope i mean i hope that on my way home that some nutball is not going to go careening through a red light and crash into me i hope that doesn't happen you know i hope that when i get home i find my house still standing you know but i take precautions make sure the stove is turned off make sure that nothing is flammable near anything that could catch on fire so i have confidence that i've left the home in a state where i come home where it's hopefully still be standing but there's always that one percent chance no matter how slight that i could come home to a burning inferno while we are poking at your news you can poke us at Facebook and Twitter, or poke us with an email at ppapodcast at gmail.com, or leave us a message at 662-709-PPAP. Enjoy the show? Help support us at patreon.com slash packardpokeset, or look awesome by buying something at cafepress.com slash packardpokeset. No money? No problem. You can help us by sharing the show with friends and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. For everyone that shares and rates us, you kick ass. The Atheists, The Bible, and No Wardrobe, The Podcast. Wait a minute. No wardrobe? You mean we're going to be naked while we do this? Well, seeing how I'm an atheist and I'm reading the Bible and since clothes are flammable, fire, 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 I thought it might be a good idea to take them all off first. Naked or not, follow along as we read, analyze, and try to keep you from falling asleep as we go through this boring-ass book. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. Who knows? 
We may even be on YouTube someday. Well, the thing about the words of, of concepts like hope and faith is that for all the talk of how powerful God is, they need all of these stopgap things. They need all this cushion mentally and emotionally to get them through. Because here's the dirty secret. I think myself, reflecting on my own life as a believer, I needed faith and hope because all the things weren't filled in. And if God was omnipresent and everything, then it should have been self-evident, but it wasn't. And even if they don't admit it to themselves, and again, I don't want to make my own straw man, but I, I suspect that even if people don't admit it to themselves, that's what faith and hope, all these things really are. They're just, you know, the fluff in the gaps. And, you know, it's like cotton candy, you know, it's nothing of substance. And when you consider that their whole moral concept and their whole concept of joy and what makes life worth living is based upon first an invisible deity who is somehow making them better, is their magic feather like in Dumbo and when you think about the whole goal is for some afterlife which again I'm not going to argue about afterlife because I don't know I don't remember anything from the womb mm -hmm. and so you know I, but I know I existed somehow so I I mean maybe that's just a panacea that I throw to people but I go look I don't know because I'm not afraid of saying I don't know yeah so, and anyway I like again their their whole idea is that I want to keep on existing beyond what I know is going to be this physical death and I need God to exist for that. And I need God to exist so I know that I'm going to be good. You yeah, know? That, that one always makes me scratch my head because Christians often do not act like that. They believe they have to do the right thing because they think that if they don't, then it's going to piss off their imaginary sky wizard and it's going to send them to a burning place. That shows you how horrible your morals really are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really, well, and how scary. I, I mean, honestly, these people who are so entrenched in religion, I really think they're very much afraid, but I don't want to. I'm, I'm might be digressing from the topic uh, so i don't mean to do that but yeah and that well and again the whole uh you know your life must be so empty because you don't believe anymore you know uh no actually my life is more filled with purpose because i'm not living just for what is beyond this i realize that everything that i do here and now is what's most important i don't need another being to help me be good mm -hmm. I, that's a choice that i'm making here and now i have more agency now i don't know about anybody else but that's what I know for myself yeah. and I think being thrown straw man arguments at me has done is to help me to remember not to do that myself you know remain I guess humble and just say well this is what it's like for me I don't know about everybody else I'm not going to speak for anybody else but I this is what it is for me and I feel I'm a stronger person there's a lot more that I have to deal with too but I don't have the pat answers yeah. uh, and, and that's the other thing uh, I don't have pat answers anymore and that's very uncomfortable but you know what I'd, I'd rather be that way so yeah uh, no i i agree i mean that's the thing with christians they can't bring themselves to say i don't know they think that if you say i don't know then the automatic default is god done it and that's just not the case yeah i do want to look at this from a different angle for just a moment now i came across this page which was hilarious it says answers to arguments against christianity <laughs> 
Google that one. You'll have yourself a ball. The first one is, and he thinks this is a straw man, says the problem of evil, if God is all powerful and he is all good, meaning he would remove all evil to the extent of his power, then evil should not exist. And he seems to think that this argument is a straw man. No, it's not a straw man. That's a good question, actually. If your God is all powerful, then your God could have removed evil right away. Now, I've heard this said by, I think, Matt Delahunty is the fact is, and I'm throwing a name around. That's nice. I think I just listened to him talking about this uh, this afternoon. I was was trying to get ready for tonight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That God had the choice, supposedly, to make an infinite number of universes, but he chose this one. So that means if your God existed, he wanted one where evil actually existed because otherwise their God is basically either not all powerful or he chose to be a dick, basically, and to make this type of universe where evil actually exists. So which one is it? Or the third option that maybe God doesn't exist at all. There's some a lot of really great original uh, Star Trek series episodes based on you know god is this kid who has all this power mm-hmm. <laughs> he's playing with you know his ant farm kind of a thing That's uh, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're thinking of Trelane in the first yeah. from the yep. series <laughs> yes i am <laughs> just yeah again all this power and you're right this is an excellent question it's not a straw man because the assertion is stated in this first sentence because they'll say god is all powerful he's all good you know and so okay well, if that's true, all right, well, let's just accept the premise that that is true. Then that would mean that he would remove evil to if he can't have, and especially if he can't have evil in his presence, wouldn't he remove the evil in the first place? Yeah, no, Christians will say that. They say, well, atheists or anybody who's any other religion can't go up to heaven because he thinks that these people are evil and he doesn't want evil in his presence. So right. why would he even have evil here on earth? I mean, if your God created everything, he created evil. And it even says God created evil. And, and the response uh, is, well, God wanted man to choose. God didn't want slaves. Yeah, right. Uh, God didn't want. <laughs> God didn't want slaves. He wanted people to w- love him willingly, and so he gave ex- free will. Uh, except for except he, except for, <laughs> and I love that argument. That's a great one. Where they, they say, well, God wanted to make sure you had a choice. Well, the choices are believe or burn. <laughs> exactly. That's not much of a choice. It's mm. like saying, okay, I'm going to hold a gun to your head. Now give me $100. If you don't give me $100, I'm going to kill you. Do you want the angel food cake or do you want extra crispy? I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pointless. I know. And it's kind of, uh, and if you bump down to question three, if a sovereign God exists, man is determined and not free. Oh, if that's God is all know, you know, all knowing, all powerful than any already knows. And that's what the Bible states in, okay, there's probably a scripture uh, that contradicts it, but you know, God knows who's going to be accepted into heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sounds more, sounds yeah, more like the publisher's clearinghouse pitch or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I had mentioned about, let's just say God created the universe for this example. Right. Yeah, this is the universe that God created. And if he's supposed to be all knowing, he knew everything that was going to happen to me before I was born and what happens to me in my life and after I die and where I go. So according to their own beliefs that their God already knew where I was going to go after I died before I was even born. So their God is an asshole because your God set me up to become a furnace burner. I mean, that's an asshole right there that you're setting something up to fail automatically. You didn't have a choice in the matter because your God is already made all those choices. So heaven is fueled by recycling. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're stoking the fires for the <laughs> heavenly hot tubs. Okay. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> no, I, I try to explain it to him in simple terms because some Christians are pretty simple. I, I put it to him like this. It's like, imagine a train. It's got a set of tracks. Train can go anywhere, but it's got to stay on that track, right? Right. So it can either go forward or go backwards, but it's got to stay on the track. The train doesn't have free will to leave the track on its own. I mean, yes, train accidents happen, but once it does, it doesn't go any much further than from where it fell off the tracks. It takes an outside incident for that to happen. Though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. The the tracks fail or the train gets blown up, whatever it is. <laughs> But the, the, the thing is, though, if it wants to go anywhere, it has to stay in those tracks. And this is what they think that their God has done is set everybody on the train tracks of life. And their God is going to say, you're going to go here or here. So no matter where we go or what we do, then their God has already made that determination according to them. So there is no free will. Like what Calvin is once saved, always saved. No, you can lose your salvation. There's so many flavors of belief within the Christian community. And it's it's actually quite divisive. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it does depend on who we're talking to, what uh, camp they're in, how they'll respond to that. Unless you really pay attention to this or unless you are once believers like Packard and I, you really, you wouldn't know that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that there's all these different philosophies. But yeah, number four here on this list is pretty awesome too. Yeah. The Inquisition, witch trials, crusades, etc., where Christians unjustly killed others. Now he thinks this, again, this is by a guy named Mike Warren. He seems to think this is ad hominem. That's not a straw man. Well, it kind of is the way what well, his answer is actually straw man, because he says just as Marx's philosophy is not invalid simply because some Marxists have acted inconsistently with Marxism. So the Christian philosophy of life is not untrue because some Christians have acted in an unchristian manner. Who determines who's Christian and not? That's that, that goes into no true Scotsman, obviously. No true Scot yeah, I gotta say, well, shoot, for a second there, I thought he was going to say about, talk about Nazis. I know it's like right in there. It's right in there. I, I didn't. I didn't throw those people in ovens. I mean, I, I, neither did I. But uh, oh gosh. that's a beautiful illustration there. <laughs> that one is just so bizarre. I mean, it really. Oh, is. I suppose there might be some people. Well, it depends on what you're talking about. Each one of those two. Some of you might say, "Well, that was the Catholic Church, or that was Protestant." You encounter the same thing too when people when you talk about the Old Testament. Well, you want to judge homosexuals. You want to do all this, but guess what? In the Old Testament, in the command commandments and not this is 10 but the 10,000 commandments you're not supposed to mix fabrics you're not supposed to eat shrimp you're not supposed to have pork and blah 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 he's oh but jesus made that all different it's okay now you know and again they try to dodge it and I'm like no we're talking about actual scripture because mm -hmm. there's not consistency and so like you're saying it, these questions that this guy mike i want to say mike warnke and i know that wasn't right mike warren that he's proposing are based on the incongruities that we find in the scripture or in the things that they say about scripture mm -hmm. yeah oh the next one begging the question we'll skip that one because it's really kind of stupid <laughs> okay. um, but the other one he thinks is a straw man here is i'm not gonna say it's a straw man because it's it's kind of a good question but it's kind of a joke question because we know christians can't answer this and nobody can really <laughs> it's kind of absurd but i mean it has its own points if god is all-powerful could he create a stone too big for an all-powerful god to lift <laughs> Trixie Hobbit says. <laughs> 
it's actually a kind of a good question, but it's kind of a joke question at the same time because it's a self-contradictory statement, basically. You know, if your God is all powerful, obviously it can't create something that's too big for itself to lift. Otherwise, then your God is not all powerful. So it's like a catch 22 type thing. But there's no seriousness to that thing. It's just a little poke in the eyes like, oh, well, your God is apparently not all powerful because of this one inconsistency. Yeah. So. I, and there is a word for it. I was I was laughing before the show. I said, oh, that's like a riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a word for this kind of question. It is just a mind exercise, you know, but it's not a straw man. I don't yeah. think I don't really think that's a sincere straw man. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> not a sincere straw man. We had a comment from the real Paul Marshall. Thank you, Paul. He says, what does it have in its pockets? It's, you know, I, I, <laughs> if you don't know where that comes from, then I have no hope for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's your sign. Here's your sign. But anyway, what are your last thoughts on this? I mean, and we have uh, a couple of people in the chat room. What are your last thoughts as well? What do you think about the straw man arguments that Christians give us? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I think that coming from people who are supposed to be taking a moral high ground, in cases of ignorance, I'm more passive. But in cases of deception, like your Ray Comforts or your William Lane Craig's, I'm really put off by it. I go, you know, do you pray to Jesus with that mouth? Because that's very dishonest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, and I'm not falling for your huckster crap. Go sell your coat of many colors somewhere else. Yeah, I, myself, I mean, because I've been so busy, I haven't had the chance to debate anybody in the last several months. But from the stuff I have had done in the past, the fact is that they throw these straw men out constantly and they just they try to muddy the water of yes. what we're talking about. Again, they're just trying to throw whatever they can, what they think is going to stick because they know that their arguments have no merit. I mean, they, they might be able to get somebody who, isn't as you know the sharpest tool in the shed to believe what they're believing or they're just you know they think they've made a convincing argument and someone isn't knowledgeable enough to refute it so they just kind of fall uh, along with the straw man and i do want to mention you since you had mentioned you know people strawman atheists like in the movies like that god's not dead movie which was a horrible movie oh yeah that one was just completely strawman atheist right there i mean the the fact is that you know you had the supposed atheist who was actually played by a christian i mean you can do that <laughs> but you're gonna <laughs> screw it up because you don't know what you're talking about that's for me i mean right there that's like saying okay i'm gonna play a woman never experienced what it's like to be a woman so <laughs> I, I i don't know so no you don't no i don't i mean i can Damn it. <laughs> I feel so lied to, Packard. <laughs> I'm just, that's a weird example, I suppose. I mean, I was a, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think, yeah, actually, uh, the whole uh, God's Not Dead, uh, yeah, uh, Hercules, what's his name? He, uh, yeah, his atheist was like, he needed a snidely whiplash mustache. And- yeah. Just for context, they made three of these movies. The second one was even more stupid, and they didn't even address the questions of what they were actually there for. Why? Because, you know, we got to push God. And the third one apparently was such a stinker that even a lot of the Christians out there that were watching this going, yeah, that's not a good, you kind of made us look like dipshits. So, just saying <laughs> anyway we had a account from uh, matt uh, thank you he's usually here on the show uh but he's uh, traveling today out in uh, west somewhere in west virginia and he uh, said that he thinks it's bogus bogus man so non non heinous that's non heinous man non 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 heinous sorry non 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 heinous <laughs> oh, i can never keep track with that <laughs> you know and i'm a fan of the movie too damn it <laughs> 
I just hope we don't make straw men ourselves of Christians. Because honestly, when you have Pat Robertson, Ken Ham, Ray Comfort, and all those others, you don't need to make straw men. They're doing it for you. They're out there saying stuff, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're creating all the straw men all the time. <laughs> so look out in the fields. If you see a bunch of straw men all planted in a row, you know, one of these people have been nearby. Bring marshmallows, weenies, and let's have a bonfire. Wait. <laughs> Oh, God, that's probably hate speech right there. No, hey, you're just burning down their arguments. That's all. So. There we go. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to get out of here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming. We'll see you uh, at the end of next month for our next live edition. And until then, this has been Packer Pokeset with OK, Let's Talk. And that's a wrap. <laughs>